We good, Cam? We're now live. We live, Cam. Man. Hey, guys, hey, whoever just tuned in right now, I'm here live at the KT Confidential Podcast. Got my guy Adrian here, Ariel, and my guy Chris. We're about to be talking all things CO2. So, hey, if you tuned in, um, let's go. Hey, guys. You, you well, that's, that's quite the intro right there. Welcome to KT Confidential, episode 48. That's right. Not 47. Not 47. Uh, well, let's get... Right into the thick of things oh, here. Man. Thanks for uh, sitting in with us today. Oh man, thanks for having me. This is uh, this is awesome. So I'm just going to start off by saying uh, the biggest CFL fan around the table is definitely Chris. Yeah. Uh, maybe we'll talk a little bit of football. We want to talk a little bit about entrepreneurship. Yes, uh, you're a motivational guy. Uh, you're a clothing guru. You got all kinds of things on the go. So we want a little bit of insight in that. Uh, you just moved to uh, Mississauga from Hawaii not too long ago, right? Yeah. Are no, you still in Mississauga? Ago. Yeah, I'm in Mississauga. Um, you know, we moved here, my family and I, uh, married it with three three kids. Uh, you know, we were doing the back and forth thing for a while, right? Uh, come out here for the season. That's tough. As soon as it got cold, November season's done. Aloha. We're back to the <laughs> islands, right? Uh, but, you know, we decided that that was getting a little... Um, hard and we we wanted some stability yeah right so we decided to move here full-time uh 15 2015 and um you know we love it here every year since i've been here since 2010 uh, every year it, it felt more and more like home and we just we tinkered with it talked about it as soon as that cold weather came nah i gotta get back <laughs> to the beach man but uh no we uh this is home well, and, and we love it. Yeah, well, a lot of CFL guys, do you do that, right? I'm sure uh, coming up to Canada, you must have not, especially from Hawaii, you must have thought it was like cold weather, didn't know what to think of it. But uh, you maybe speak of how many Americans actually that play in the CFL, especially someone as long as you, find a home here. Yeah, you know, and I think, I think it, it has a lot to do with your success, right? You come up here at first, with the intention, man, I just want to go play football. You know, like like a lot of guys, myself included, the NFL, I got drafted. That was the dream. Coming from the States, that's the dream. Mm-hmm. And and I got drafted, you know, and, and I was about to live my dream. And you know what? God had other plans, and that that, that wasn't where I was supposed to be. Um, ultimately, I know I'm, I was supposed to be here. So coming up here, just wanted to play ball, right? Guys go through the, the system, as, as you say. Guys go through the system. And I ended up here like like so many. All right, a lot of guys that, that, that are up here that play have pass, like pass up in the NFL. And some, some guys went to the Arena League. I played in the, in the Arena League before getting up here for one season. Um, so that was the dream. And you never think that you're going to come up here and, and have a career and end up living here. Yeah. That's, that was never a part of the plan. But, hey, through my success and through um, meeting people, this became part of the plan. This became home, and you know what? We love it here. I've got lots of friends that I consider family, um, a lot of friends in general, big network of people that um, I consider uh, life-changing people for me. So 
Yeah, well, I, I think it's important, like being a CFL fan, a Canadian football fan, having seeing Americans come up that embrace the game and That's you know want to want to be here and um, having a family. I'm sure helps, but it definitely makes a difference. That comes across as a fan of of the sport as well. So um, yeah. kudos to you, and yeah. obviously your success was a big part of it. And I gotta I gotta just say. Of all the places I would move to, Hawaii. it would probably be Hawaii. You probably right? got that a lot. So you won't be the last to tell me that, man. Like, yeah. and and uh, where 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 did you live when you were in Hawaii? Uh, on on Oahu in Honolulu. So, um, well, before we get too into like, um, for those of you, for those watching or listening, whatever that don't know you. Tell us your story. Like, where'd you come from? How'd you get to where you are? What'd you yeah, do? Yeah, yeah, no, for sure, for sure. I'm gonna try to make this short because this could be <laughs> long. But hey, I mean, born and raised in in in, in Hawaii, Honolulu, Hawaii. Um, man, was a just just a not a underprivileged kid, but I didn't come from much, man. Like single parent uh, for most of my childhood. Uh, my mom, you know, I, I love her to death, and you know, she she ultimately gave me that that grind mentality you know i've watched her go to work every day uh we lived in a little one bedroom studio uh and but that was home for now was the norm i didn't know any better right uh wondering why am i just eating top ramen and cereal like every day that was the norm right i didn't realize what poor meant i didn't realize that you know what differences were wealth and and you know that's all i knew but now looking back shoot that's what it was, you know? So I didn't come from much. Uh, I had to earn everything I, I had and, and I, uh, hard work was instilled uh, from day one because I seen my mom doing it, right? And um, played sports my entire life. I don't remember, I can't, as far back as I can remember, I've been in sports. Um, played soccer, it was the very first sport I played, as most kids probably just, you know. On the yeah, beach? Yeah. yeah. Uh, beach, yeah, a lot of family get together. So like getting to that, like uh, growing up, it was sports and family. Family gatherings, um, massive family, everyone, un- uncles, aunts, cousins, grandparents, everybody all the time. And so that really instilled that that family value uh, for me. And um, growing up, that's that's what it was. So, you know, going into high school, playing sports, being an undersized athlete, my majority of my entire life, you know, always had to work to prove that I belonged. And um, even after a successful high school career, I had to... I walked on. Not, not a lot of people know this. They may notice if you're a, a diehard Chad Owens fan and looked into my history, but had to walk on to, to the University of Hawaii. I didn't get a scholarship out of high school. I walked on and again, had to prove myself, earn my stripes, eventually earn my scholarship. And even after a successful college career, and some may say, well, yeah, I got drafted in the sixth round. Some like may say, wow, you got drafted. Like, that's amazing. Well, getting drafted in the sixth round, seventh round, is almost like being a free agent, right? You get an opportunity, yes. But if you're not drafted in the first round, man, like, yeah. it ain't guaranteed. Well, a lot of, a lot of, I mean, I'm a huge Hard Knocks fan. I follow the draft. I love the combine. You know, a lot of players, they don't go first or second. They prefer not to get drafted. They're trying to get their agents on the phone like, exactly. hey, I don't want to go here. I don't want to go there, right? So yeah. you're forced to go to a place that, you know, may, may not, may be, not the right be the fit. best position, right? They might be six deep already and you're the odd man out, yep. right? Yep. And that's like to, to jump to that, to my NFL career. Like, I'm truly thankful, man. Jacksonville Jaguars, hey, man, thank you guys so much for that opportunity. Like, I got to go and live my dream, and and but that wasn't enough for me. Like, yeah. just being there, 
that's not enough for me. That's that it may be enough for some people, right? But that was never enough for me. And looking back, that wasn't the best situation for me. Yeah. Right? You see a lot of these successful free agents that make it. Well, their agent did a great job of finding the right fit. Yeah, these, the right opportunity with the right team, the right offense, the right coach. That plays a huge factor. Yeah, it's right? huge right now. I mean, you look at players that are set up for you, you're not talking about we talk about being set up for success. Man, a lot of players out there, they're not set up that way. It's no different than life. You got to make sure you have those, exactly. all those chips in in the right spot, right? Exactly. So so that's what it's about, man. So getting drafted, making it, living my dream, great. Um some some tough life lessons learned throughout that process, which, which we can get into and I'll get into here in a little bit. But um, ultimately, the NFL wasn't the spot for me, right? Two, two years there, two and a half years there. And in 2008, I find myself in the Arena Football League where I'm, I just start dominating because I'm saying, look, I'm going to get back to the NFL, right? And that was the goal. Ball. So you were motivated then. That was motivated. that was your goal to get back. More than motivated, like yeah. hungry, starving. Yeah. Did was CFL presented as an option at that no. time or no? I had no idea. And hey, Canada, yeah, I can say this yeah. now. Oh, There's something sure. above us. I yeah. can say this now to all my Canadian people, right? My family, my friends, the whole country in which I've embraced. My family is embraced, and we love it. I had no idea what the Canadian Football League was. I didn't even know it, it even existed. Yeah, and I said, you hear that so my ignorance. often, right? Yes, but. So I get, I, oh, 2008, doing my thing, right? I tear my ACL. The next day, this is where it gets sick. The very next day after tearing my ACL, my agent's like, bro, I hate to tell you this, but the Atlanta Falcons had a contract offer for you. Oh, jeez. But you may think that that's like, oh, man, yeah. And at the time it was, but looking back on it, that was that was that was the motivation I needed to know that yeah you know what you 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 are good enough you you're right there like you you're so close right that combined with a really unbelievable teammate of mine who encouraged me to push through and to come back stronger I came back stronger from the ACL injury became a better player than I was before the injury ultimately leading to my CFL career where that took off that success. And, you know, M MOP, Grey Cup champion, you know, lifelong memories and friends and brothers that I would have never gotten if I never got cut from the NFL, if I never tore my ACL in the Arena League, right? So in life, you know, you got you to gotta go with the punches, right? You can't look at every bad situation or situation that's unsuccessful and let that be something that just is just so detrimental in your life, Right. Every adversity is an opportunity to learn and grow. And, um, man, I've learned so much throughout life through adversity. That's ultimately made me the person that I am today, now transitioning out of sport into life and into business and into things that, that, that I'm really fired up about. That's what I want to talk about because I could go sit in the washroom for the next hour while you guys talk and come out and I will have provided as much value to a sports conversation as if I was sitting here because I'm not, a, I enjoy sports, but I'm not a big sports guy. But what uh, I got enthusiastic about with you was where you're going and what you're doing now. And you seem really passionate about it. Uh, the big thing I, I was watching some of your videos about um, the impact you're having on kids through coaching too. Does that inspire you? Like what, what about that do you enjoy? Yeah. You know what? I've always loved giving back, you know, and, and it's part of a, your duty as an athlete. I, in my opinion, 
to give back to the young to the youth, right? Uh, for me, I, I didn't have much of the opportunity growing up in Hawaii. You know, my my look up to was yeah, you you saw guys in the NFL, major like professional athletes. I'm like, wow, like I want to be like that one day, you know. But I didn't have the person that I could touch and the athlete. We didn't have we don't have a professional team right in Hawaii. So I looked up to guys like like my cousin who, who my cousin Danny who was four years older than me. He was an athlete of the family, and like he was the big name guy in high school, multi sport athlete, and like went on to college, did his thing, and I'm like, wow, like he was someone I could touch and I could lean on and I could follow and I could try to emulate, right? A lot of like I didn't have that professional person, right? The rest of the United States, I think a lot of places they have their teams. Here, you have your CFL teams, you, right? You have those professionals that are almost in arms, arms length yeah. away, right? So for me, now knowing that that's where I came from, I have an opportunity to give back. I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna reach these kids. I'm gonna show them. I'm gonna touch them. I'm gonna let them come out and 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 learn from me in person and see it. And with the social media platform, you ain't gotta be right there. You could literally have a conversation with somebody face to face. Right, FaceTime yeah. or whatever, and inspire them and and really communicate directly to them, and that to me is is an athlete's sort of duty, and yeah. and I enjoy that. And I'm um, sorry to make a, a an answer long, but that's just wh- where it ca- came from, yeah. and I enjoy that, man. That's part of what makes me me, and uh, you know, coaching and training and giving back. Like it's not, it's no different than. Than anyone in business or in life, you go through life, you get this experience, you get this knowledge. What you gonna do? Hold on to it? Like you can't. You, hey, give that away, right? Yeah. It's like it's like someone that's super, 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 super wealthy, infinite amounts of money. You can't take it all with you, man. Give it away. Do something positive with it, and that's all I'm trying to do is is do something positive with my wealth of knowledge and experience through through the game and through sports. Yeah, well, it's like, especially the kids in the age group you're working with. Like, I remember when I was in my, I don't remember exactly how old I was, in my teens anyways. um, I was sitting in a doctor's office waiting uh, for my appointment. And I saw a magazine beside me. And it was a magazine, uh, it was like Time Magazine or People. And it was Richard Branson on the cover. And I read this article about this, you know, billionaire philanthropist. And I just connected with him. And it completely rewired my brain in terms of, setting new goals and seeing the possibilities. And it's just that one moment in my life that completely changed it. Um, and that's like people, people that age are just so easily influenced, especially yep. by people like you, right? With your history and, you know, pretty cool looking, you know, fit and all your tats and stuff <laughs> like that. As a coach, I'm sure people look up to you. Tattoos by Paulo, hey. Oops, thank you so much. Hey, we get mad love out here. It's my, my brother-in-law who's a, my tattoo artist back in Hawaii. So nice. Quick little shout out. Yeah. <laughs> so anyways, it's a, a good feeling, I would imagine, um, being able to have that impact on people. You know, it's, uh, it's, it is. It's amazing. And, um, you know, I want to touch on something you said, though. These kids today can easily be influenced, right? Good and bad. Social media. Oh, yeah video games you know that's why it's so important for parents and athletes and people of I don't want to say power but people with an, of influence and had that have a platform 
to to really put it out there. And there's a lot of them out there on Instagram and right because these kids are vulnerable, right? More so good than ever before. More so than yeah. ever before. Yeah. So so I grew up right. We grew up in a time where. It, it wasn't there. So all we had was pretty much what was right in front of us and what we saw on TV and in the newspaper or whatever. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but now they have access to unlimited negative influences as well as as well as positive. So we need to do our job as influential people to make sure that we are compounding the negative influence with with the positive and really just making the scale so yeah. that all they have is that positive influence and that's all they want and that's all they hunger for and strive for. And that's kind of why I feel we need to do that and that's why I do what I do. It's hard to differentiate what's actually negative though now to both of your points because with social media, I find there's a lot of kids growing up now that are just feeling empowered uh, but entitled And that entitlement is not coming from anything other than seeing people making hundreds of thousands of dollars selling crap on uh, Shopify or, uh, oh, I can be an Instagram star if I just show my picture of my ass and I'm going to be a celebrity, right? Uh, So, you know, there has to be that positive enforcement, that positive reinforcement and um, that motivation that you really have to work hard and you're a, a big um, you know uh, advocate of that uh, work hard hustle and 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 get what you're putting into it and you're not just going to get by not doing that work right yeah you know what and I, I, that's a great lead into into the next point like for me i've got three characteristic traits that i've created through my life and which ultimately represents me and my brand, my CO2 brand, right? So, and this adversity fuels me, hard work defines me, and passion separates me. So there is no get rich scheme. There is no quick to success platform you could ever, you could dive into, right? Um, Yeah, hey, you hit the lottery, you're lucky. But even those people go bankrupt and lose all the money. Yeah. Why? Because lack of education on what to do with money, right? Which, um, you know, just let me just lead into that right there. Like, because of my personal life lessons that I've learned throughout my professional career early on, made some pretty bad financial decisions. Why? Because I was uneducated. I didn't. I wasn't given that 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 roadmap to success financially, right? A lot of athletes and young people are so driven on money and success and fame because of the influences and what they see, because that's what they see. I want that, I want that. And expensive things. Expensive things, right? Why is it, uh, you know, fame, status, whatever, right? For me, it was MTV Cribs. Like, Like, I saw that, I'm like, man, I want a house like that. I want three cars, I want this, I want that. No, like true success is financial freedom and being able to live the life ultimately that you wanna live and retire when you wanna retire and have that set for your future. It's okay and it's you should live in the now. 
You should enjoy life. I'm not saying you can't do that. You need to enjoy life. You need to live for today because, hey, tomorrow's not guaranteed. I get that. But you need to prepare. You need to prepare. Like, there's no way I'd ever be able to go into a game or into a season and be successful if I didn't prepare. You know what's funny about that? And I've seen now and read so much about athletes specifically, especially high-paid athletes. You're talking, you know, these athletes that were making – 50 million dollars us throughout their career um you know and and become broke or have no money but i want to chat a little bit about so i mean obviously in the cfl you're not paid like you are in the nfl or whatever but you make a, a decent living and all that and professional athletes i think have a real problem transitioning Mm. from the world of sports, from being an athlete, from doing what they know to what's next in life. Like you see some of the, mm -hmm. uh, some of these guys becoming, uh, <laughs> you see some of these guys becoming, uh, you know, journalists or whatever. They're, they're talking about sports behind the scenes. They're going on podcasts, doing those things, going on to radio shows, or, or maybe they get picked up by. Those, uh, those uh, are high end guys, and there's high, there's high end, high demand. But that's yeah. that's yeah. just a few guys. Oh. Just a few guys. So out of the thousands of professional athletes that you know turn over every year now, right? Because the the general. Uh, age of athletes, I believe, now is getting a little bit younger, right? You're seeing guys come in at an earlier age and leave at an earlier age. So now you've got guys that are, um, and even women, because different different sports uh, uh, it can apply to as well. Um, so what happens when you're in your early to mid-30s? You can't get a job on a team anymore. And now what, what do I do? I got you. Okay, so I appreciate wow. the lead. Clearly, I'm not in that same category, no, no. but <laughs> no, but but I appreciate the lead, okay? Because that's the big gap, right? That's the, that's the the magical question, is why. And myself, Ricky Foley, and uh, and our CEO uh, Nathan Elliott, who owns uh, Front Runner Technologies, right now we're developing an app called Transition Game to fill that gap, right? There's too many athletes, I don't know, 90% maybe, that might be the number. Athletes don't know what to do when they're done, right? And then they go bankrupt. Yeah. The numbers are ridiculous. Well, not only that, just like even like the mental health problems, because it's like a it's like a drug. You've done it your whole life. And the yes. longer you go, yes. I mean, I, I'm certainly not a high end athlete, but I played, you know, right to university at a high level. And I found myself even I went through a depression when I was done. I shattered my knee. My football career was over. Um, I didn't know what to do. And it only gets harder, I imagine, the longer you go. Yep. And to your point earlier about being able to leave on your own term and be comfortable and know what to do, I think is really important. Yeah, that, that's huge. And you know what? The mental aspect of it is, is, is the most important part. But here's why, right? So transition game. You know, athletes, young athletes, right? All my young athletes, my current college athletes, professional athletes. You need to understand one thing. Your transition out of sport, let's just talk professionally or even collegiate. Your transition out of sport begins the moment you enter, 
right? Because you don't know when it's going to end. Because you don't know when it's going to end. I'm so happy to hear that message because so many people miss that boat altogether. And, and, and hey, fail to prepare, prepare to prepare to fail. Like, and I was I fell victim to that. I all I wanted to do was be the best player, the best football player that I could be, and be the best on the field at at, at that time. And I and, and and I did that, right? I did that. But if I, what I know now, if I knew that back then. I would have coupled that with trying to be the best entrepreneur, the best next businessman. Like you need to have that. It's not about, I'm gonna be honest. I went to college, I chose sociology and I'm being completely honest because I knew that that was the easier degree to get. I didn't wanna just go to college to play football and just not graduate with a degree. I wanted to get that piece of paper. I put in the work, I wanted to get something. But if I could do it all over again, I would choose something, I would choose business. I would choose something that was more along the lines of what I'd see myself doing after, right? So you need to have that, okay? So so with Transition Game, that's what we're, that's what we're doing. We're gonna be helping athletes from the palm of their hands, right? Your phones, because that's what, that's what we live by today. It's sad, but that's what it is. That's the truth. That's what it is. Technology. In the palm of your hand, you're going to have education. Financially. Um, occupationally. It's an app that connects businesses to athletes. It's a great idea. Businesses that want to work with athletes. Right? It doesn't matter what business it is. If you want to work with athletes, because athletes have work ethic. Well, I think it's Teamwork. a proven, proven stat where people that have uh, played sports at any level at a competitive environment are, are they have that drive to succeed. So the same things that make you a great athlete, those traits will make you great at whatever you choose to put your mind to, right? Exactly. And that's exactly it. All those tools will be in the palm of your hand. But here's the thing though, you talk about the mental health. You need to, because we're so, athletes are so accustomed to routine. Hey, you talk about depression. I've had my my own, right? This past year, past two years, man. Seventeen was 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 a little rocky. Played a little bit. Eighteen got injured and was done. Like I pretty much didn't play all last year. And you gotta think, man. Like I dedicated my entire life, as a lot of athletes do, their entire life to sport and to the competition and to that routine of you you prepare, compete, repeat. Compare. I mean, prepare, compete, repeat. Prepare, compete, repeat. Compete, repeat. Okay, I'm tongue twister. I've been preparing for like the past year and a half, but wasn't able to have that that compete. Right. I wasn't able to let go of those competitive juices. And and you fall out of routine. And that's where a lot of guys kind of mentally lose themselves, right? But that's why it's important mentally. To, to start that transition early and understand that, hey, there will be a, a time where this is going to be done. I love this idea. I think that's a great uh, business idea. Uh, and you're giving back to that community of, of athletes. I think you're taking a, a page out of the agent's book. I think that's a big fail on, on professional athletes' agents. Huge fail. They they take a huge chunk out of, out of all of these paychecks. And why isn't that part of their 
you know, why isn't that part of their repertoire uh, to help that person that there's they, they should be mentors a little bit. Right. Like take that person that's an athlete today. And over the next 10 years, you're going to be earning an income off of that person breaking their body over making, you know, uh, all this income and you do nothing but collect a check over the next 10 years and then say, see, I'm on to the next, right? Why is that not part of the program? I like this idea because that's going to take over as part of that program. It will, it will, it will. And, and, and like, you know, so I just want to quickly get back to the financial side, right? So Come on, you were paid millions as a CFL star. (laughs) (laughs) I am not a millionaire. Hey, by any stretch of the imagination, not even close. I'm working. I'm in the working class, right? I'm in the middle class. Like, trust me, as a lot of CFL players are. In 2012, they should have paid you millions, okay? Hey, right here. Give me me that. Give me that. Hey, you heard him, man. 2012, I should have got me a check. (laughs) <laughs> for a million. I wish MLSC was 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 the ownership back then. But um, the financial side, you know, because of that, because of my struggles early on and, and what I, I know is and can happen to a lot of athletes and not just athletes, people in general. Well, it's a different scale with athletes. That's the problem, right? You're a higher, you have more to lose uh, because of that quick gain, right? Yeah. Yeah. No, absolutely. And, and just finances in general. For, for us as people. Yeah, I hate is, when people pick on athletes, like these dumb athletes. The reality is if you give a check, $100,000 million check to any 22-year-old, oh, it's a disaster. Oh, and it's the oh, family, it's the agents, there's a whole slew of reasons for it. But I hate when people pick on athletes specifically because they're dumb athletes. No, they're young and, un- and uneducated. Uneducated, right? And that's it. Like, So with that being said, you know, my wife and I, we started a financial education company. Right, which is sort of growing here in the GTA. We're expanding, right? So we're, we're, we're recruiting people. We're looking to expand that business so we can help families, help more Canadian families, not just athletes. Athletes need this, mm-hmm. but people need this. Absolutely. Because 90% of the people, they really don't know, like they don't have a retirement plan. They don't know how to set that up. And if they do, they still don't know what's going on. They put their trust in someone else to just do that, just like an agent, right? You put your trust in someone else and without fully understanding what that's going to look like when you're 50, 60, 70, like what what does that look like, right? So we have this business in place to, to help families and to set you up when it matters. Like, man, I don't know about Give you. Give yourself a plug. What's the name of the business? What's the company name? Hey, you 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 hit me up. If you interested to know what we are, hey, shoot me a DM, okay? Shoot me a DM, we'll get you right, okay? Um, and transition. We talk about transition. It's not about athletes only, right? People transition. People are looking for other jobs. People transitioning from job to job. That's well, a struggle. Even young people going from university to real world. That's a huge, and that's, huge transition. That's the transition everyone is going to experience in their lifetime, right? Yes. And so to get back on transition game, there are more collegiate athletes that transition out of sport than professional athletes because the percentages of you as a college athlete making it as a pro, what's the percentages? Slim to none. Like it is tiny. It's less than 1%. Less than 1%. So look at all of those numbers and collegiate athletes. So in transition game, we are going to have a collegiate pillar, right? So, and, and this is North America, man. This is U.S., Canada, wherever, if you're a company and you you have a big time college school, 
in your city, your community, if I'm an owner, I'm, I'm eyeballing the ones that don't make it because I want them to work for, for me. Because they know how to, they know how to succeed. They know what it takes to grind. There right? is companies in the U.S. that that advertise the fact that they hire um, high school, like uh, what is the rent like budget rental car, I believe, or um, there they I see them on the commercial all the time. But they advertise that they specifically hire university athlete uh, uh, graduates who are athletes because they know that that helps drive their business. Exactly. So, exactly. I mean, why more companies don't do it? Beyond me. Hey. Uh, I'm I'm laughing at Adrian's notes here because he wrote down state and liberty. Yeah, I wanted to know what and I and, about I, that. and I yeah. wrote it down hey, in my I'm book a man as well. Of, of I believe I'm a man of uh, many trades and you got more businesses on the go than we do. Hey, state and liberty. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you right now. Maybe we found liberty. a new business partner. Exactly. I don't know. State and liberty. Of all my years, 15 years as a professional athlete. Now, I've tried on a bunch of different dress clothes, right? And, and I'm just going to tell you right now, State Liberty, hey, this is not one of the shirts. I've, <laughs> I, I don't have a black one yet. That's why. But with that being said, State and Liberty dress shirts, dress pants, dress jackets, everything. The best I have ever put on. If you're an athlete, right? Clearly, I need to be shopping there. <laughs> no, hey, you don't have to be it'll an athlete. It will make you into an athlete. It, it may no, make you, yeah, it'll improve it your might. physique. If you put this on, it you will. automatically become yeah. an athlete. It could yeah. RL, you become an athlete, yeah. right? I, I, feel, but I feel the Listen, presence. the fit is unbelievable, right? So, guys, hey, hey, CO2, right? That's the code. Get you a discount. Go to State and Liberty. Is it on, <laughs> online? There's online shopping and uh, Queen Street. Uh, 672 Queen Street West, downtown. Cool. Right? Toronto. Guys, pop in. Unbelievable. And that's just like, for me, I, I, I like I love that stuff, right? I love partnering with companies and, and doing things and helping elevate, you know, another company. Hey, I may not be the one to, to elevate their company the most, and, I, and I'm, I probably won't be, right? They got a lot of great people in that organization. If you look through their Instagram page, like a lot of unbelievable athletes out there working with them. Um, but, hey, I'm just doing my part, right? I'm just doing my part, sharing it, and look, as an athlete, yes, you're given a platform and you can do things like that. You might have those types of partnerships, which is fun. Um, but for me personally, I'm just trying to take advantage of those things and and I, number one, I love people. I love working with people. I love creating cool content. I uh, did a photo shoot for them. Patrick Leung did a great job of, of, of you know, taking those shots. You look great in that photo shoot, by the way. Amazing, right? Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> you know, uh, that's the CO2 I, look right I got, there. I got major aspirations, man. And, and I'm trying to just go on to this ascent, man, into like greatness. Like football is was great. It created a platform for me. It's what I. So what I did, but it's not who I am, right? I'm I'm bigger than that. They have that, right? More than an athlete. You guys have seen that, right? I'm I'm more than an athlete, and that's the goal, guys. Like for athletes. So let's let's talk about this. What does your next five years look like? Next five years look what that looks like. Well, um, in which way? Like I'm gonna be a successful. I'm on my way of being a successful businessman. That's for sure. Um, watching my son, who's 16 now doing his thing and, and he's going to be in college and, and playing and, ball or yeah, yeah football and, and baseball. He's yeah. at St. Marcellinus high school. Uh, you know, my daughters, my daughter's out here, you know, um, Ariana and, and Sierra Lynn and Chad Owens Jr. is my son. So I got to mention all the names, right? Rena is my wife. So I don't get to get hit in the head with trouble. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know, 
that's 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 my plan, right? To be super successful, uh, more successful successful in the next five years than I was as an athlete over the past fifteen, and financially, uh, spiritually, emotionally, in all phases of my life, and that's kind of. That's my goal. And you know, that's where you I'm know what's great in this day and age now. I'm even trying to act. So look, <laughs> hey, anyone out there, man, you guys hear you hear me, man. I can talk. I can I wanna act. I wanna get on TV. You gotta squeeze I wanna do it all. Squeeze a tear up for us. Squeeze it. Oh, okay, that's a hold test. on. Hold that's on. a big test for acting. I won't put you on the spot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Get some water in there. No. So you've had your hands in a lot of things from football, uh, MMA, uh, motivation. Oh, man, speaking. Why you that up. Let's go. Yeah. Like, like, uh, I'm not fighting again, just for the record. I'm not going to fight. How, how involved did you get with that? With the MMA? Yes. How involved? Yeah, like I saw, I watched one Pretty of the Pretty involved. I got yeah. into that ring. <laughs> yeah. I got into the cage. <laughs> it does, doesn't get much more involved, involved than that. You, you got to be a little bit crazy to go in there. I, no, man, you got to be hungry. Yeah. That's all it is. Like, it's a mindset, guys. Like, to, that was to show the power of the mind. Yeah. And you can do whatever you put your mind to. Really. For the listeners, man, and for the people watching, Cam, how we doing? How's the live? We good? Yeah, we good? Fun. All right, all right. We got anybody tuned in or what? Yeah, we've had like 10 viewers all. 10, 15 years. 10, that's it? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Man, hey, well, I appreciate the 10 to 15. Everyone's at work, right? <laughs> um, it's a mindset thing, right? It's it's uh, it's it's a grind. It, it's it's believing that you can achieve. And that's where it starts. Whatever whatever your vision is, I put out, a, I don't know if you guys seen one of my posts. First, you got to create the vision, right? And then you got to create the game plan and how you're going to get there. And then you're going to start the journey. So, and that's with anything. So that that's what that's, that's what life. That's, that's business. Everything. That's we should run a charitable match where one of us get into the ring with you. We'll draw straws afterwards and see okay. who loses. So, so <laughs> am I blind? Chris, am I blindfolded? Yeah, yeah, like yeah. there's a catch. There's yeah. a catch. This. There's gonna be all three of you guys. I'm hey, blindfolded. Steve, all three Steve. of you guys yeah, are yeah. in the game. We need you. <laughs> but no, man. No, it was a great experience, man. Like the training for that was unbelievable. Like physically. Such a different energy system. Mentally, you got to be in the right zone. And that's oh my God, I got beat up for three months straight. Yeah, and then finally the last month, I was beating people up. So I was like, okay, I'm ready. <laughs> yeah. So you've got all that. You got your motivational speaking, yep. coaching. Uh, what is it that like? What are you most passionate about? What is it that really drives you? I'm gonna be honest with you. Right? I'm, I'm, you heard it here, right? Don't no one take this idea because I'm gonna I'm gonna. Because you guys heard it here. Don't take this idea. Do you want to turn the live stream off? No, 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 no. <laughs> hey, all of the above. Yeah. Right? I'm going to make a shirt that says all of the above. Because a lot of times, you get all these questions. You, they're different things. All of the above. Why? Because I believe that I can accomplish and do all of the above. It doesn't matter. Right? So I'm passionate about it all. And I believe that you get put, you, you get things put in your plate because you can handle it, right? And I want more. Yeah. Like I want to be challenged. I want to be uncomfortable, right? You gotta, you gotta be comfortable being uncomfortable. And I think that's where a lot of people get scared. Is once you start getting uncomfortable, right? Financially, once you start, you start looking at your bank account, you start looking at the bills, you start looking at things that's about to be piling up, and you're stressed out. What am I gonna do? What I want to do? Well, let me help you. 
yeah. for in that side. But you gotta you 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 gotta just believe. You gotta create the 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 vision. You got to create the game plan and you got to start the journey. Great message. I'm, I'm having flashbacks to uh, when I was six or seven. The first uh, memory I have of a motivational speaker coming to my school was Pinball. And my guy. Yeah. Love, I love you know, met him a bunch of times over the years. And I'm so glad you in that space because you have such a great personality and a great message for that. Yeah, man. I appreciate that. And that's, you know, he is definitely one of the, one of my mentors and, you know, um, someone that is about that is about giving back is about others it's not about himself right and 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 you ask me what i see myself yeah it's about me in in accomplishing those things but it's because i want to do and be able to do so much more for other people right and that's let's just be honest it takes it takes some wealth. It takes some experience. It takes a network. It takes partnerships. It, you can't do anything alone, right? Your your personal grind is that's on you. That's what you can control. But you got to build relationships. You got to build a team, right? You no one ever got successful by themselves. Not one person. They're, they'd be lying if they told you that that's that's they made it on their own, right? So you got to do it. You, you got to surround yourself with people that got your back, that's gonna tell you the truth. It's not just gonna feed your head with with what you want to hear. You gotta be around people that tells you what you need to hear. And um, See, you guys gotta appreciate me around here a little bit more, you know what I'm saying? Like, to actually get going today. Like, I wanna get to work now. Get pumped up. That's what it's about, I like the all of the above mentality of, because a lot of people coming out of high school feel like they need to pick something or be like put in a certain segment and this is who you are or this is what you're gonna do. And it's, you know, I think people need to explore and try things out. And You got to, man, and hey, like, don't take this the wrong way, but it's the same in relationships. You gotta go out and meet people. Yeah. You gotta see different cultures. You gotta see different types of people. You gotta meet people. I'm not saying to get into relationships like as far as a, a, a future spouse, but you gotta meet people well, and build relationships. Er, what you said earlier, plan to fail. You're gonna fail far more in life than you succeed, right? Yes. So, and that's yeah. and but that's just it. The more you fail, the more you're gonna succeed because the more you will grow and the yeah. and the better you'll become. Yeah. But you learn through failure. You learn through through uh, through losses. Yeah. Right? Well, you even being here today on our podcast is, you know, a testament to that. Like, why would you otherwise just come in and sit in on our podcast, right? Like, yeah. Because I want to share this message. I'll, right. I'll, this is you guys are giving me a platform. Like I said, I, I take advantage of every opportunity I can get. So this is an opportunity to shed some light on on all the things we we're talking about and to motivate some people, to get some people going. Like, I got you guys motivated right here, right? Feeling right good. Yeah. Feeling good, right? Well, it's, it's funny. When I saw Chad Owens, I thought it was like some insurance broker or something. I didn't clue in that <laughs> it was... Uh, Wait, how many Chad Owens did you know, yeah, man? Well, I, I'm assuming with their circle. Now with his pinball. Just been granted GM of the audience. Pinball. Second. Pinball? Oh, yeah. Pinball Clemens is now the Seriously? general manager of, of the Argos. Well, Pinner! While we're hey, sitting guys, here, is that for real? I gotta check my email. I might be getting a contract offer. <laughs> man, hold on. Now, hey, Pin, congratulations, man. There's no better guy that deserves that job and that position that's gonna do and that's gonna right the ship, right? So, Double Blue Family, 
You guys couldn't be more happy and more proud of a better guy. So, Ping, congratulations. I'm going to be giving you a call as soon as I'm done with this, right? But uh, that's amazing. Appreciate that, that, that update, Cam. Yeah, that's live right now. Bill Manning naming Pinball Clemens. Wow. Cool. Oh, goes. That's pretty fair crazy. To, fair to say that's the team you associate with then the most? That from- you know what? Like, man, I got... I got fans across the country. Yeah. I, lo- I love the CFL. I love every team. I I play for them. I play for the Ticats. Yeah. Riders, like, unbelievable fans. Saskatchewan, right? Uh, Hamilton, Argos, you guys know the rivalry. Mm-hmm. But I got I got mad love everywhere. And you know what? I'm not, I don't want to pick one side. I'm not going to say I associate more with this side or that side. I'm a fan of every team, right, of every player because I know the grind. I know what each player had to go through. May not, I may not know ex- to the details of personal, but because of my experience, every guy has a story, right? My guys, CFO guys, man. Every one of you ha- has a story. Every one of you should be sharing that story on Instagram. Talk about it. Talk about what it takes to what it took you to get there. What it takes to remain there, and doc, and you're documenting it. You're documenting it for for your children for the kids watching for the people that aspire to to be in your shoes right? yeah, people want to hear them. that's yeah. why i love nfl drafts because they, they you hear those stories right you see the families and you get the backstory that you don't get during the season really, yeah man right? create your own 30 yeah. for 30 yeah create your own special we all have a, a platform in our in the palms of our hand to create the daily special Hey, day in the life of. That was like a thing you had to tune in on on a certain night to watch 30 minutes, and that's it. Now you can tune in every single day. You can have your own show every single day. I think I should start my own show. What you guys think, man? I think it's a good idea. Like a weekly IGTV with CO2, you know, talking and whatever, right? Hey, tell me if you tune into that. Send me a DM, right? Let's talk about some things. I want I want to communicate with my fans. I want to com- communicate with people. And that's the platform we have today. That's a platform that everybody has. You don't have to be a celebrity. I said that in one of my stories last week. You don't have to be a celebrity to make an impact. There's regular Joes, right? And and I'm excuse me. You're not even a regular Joe. You're you're a person. You're a a, 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 a great person and a champion in your own right, in your own mind. That had like you build yourself up. All these people that you never knew of before, because of Instagram, because of social media now. They're a social media guru and have hundreds of thousands of followers because they decided that I'm going to take advantage of this platform, right? You're a fool if you're not taking advantage of this platform because it's there for everybody. Well, and as soon as, whether it's an athlete or a business professional or who, whomever, as soon as they become relatable, then people see that, like, usually those positions are unattainable. In most people's eyes. But as soon as you become relatable through social or whatever uh, avenue you're using, people maybe see that as a possibility. And it becomes something that they might be able to achieve. That's it. That's huge. Another one of my mentors, man, Steve Holbrook, says, hey, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have, you don't have to tell someone that, that it's, you know, there's no guarantees, not do what it's got to be possible. Yeah. Right. And that's all you need as a person. Well, it's like you were saying about your contract with the Falcons. Just the fact that it was there, it was possible. Yeah. Right? Show me possible, and I'll show you my work ethic. Show me possible, and I'll grind for that. Right? You got to have that type of mentality. Guys, there's no guarantees to success. There's no guarantees in life. There's no guarantees. So so take that out of your 
that doesn't even exist. You cannot think about, oh, I want the guaranteed contract, right? Everyone wants the guaranteed money. That's creating a lazy mentality. That's creating a lazy work ethic, right? The kids today, I hate to say it, but they're giving too many things, right? We got to do our part to, to keep the grind mentality alive. The work ethic, the work for it, that's, that's what's real, right? Show me the possible and I'm going to show you the work, the work ethic. That needs to be the message. That's what I love about our business. That's what I think has made us so successful. We don't get a guaranteed paycheck. We don't have RSPs. If we don't go out there and hustle, we got nothing, right? You, you create what you want to live. Ooh, you create what you want to live. Ariel, one more time on that. All wow. of the above. All of the above. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good way to end. Well, uh, on a day Wait, where, done? on a day where you want to keep going, you can go keep on. going, man. Cam's <laughs> go <laughs> freaking out. He needs to put new batteries in the yeah, cameras. Yeah. Oh, Cam's <laughs> getting nervous. I, I think this was a bit of a sign from the gods above because Pinball being named GM today while the flying Hawaiian sitting on our table, you know, like how, how uh, ironic was that? But this was, uh, I'm pumped, man. It's a great, I'm, it's I'm, a great, it's a great way to start the day. Like, yeah, uh, that's right. Awesome. Oh, man, I appreciate it, man. Thank you guys so much for having me. And um, you know what? Anytime you guys want to do this again, I'm, I'm more than happy to. to yeah, to we'd be happy through. to have you back. And, um, you know, we could we could dive into some specifics, some details uh, uh, on a particular topic. I know this was the first time. So we sort of talked about all of the above. Yeah. Now we can dive into all those channels under all of the above or above all of the above, whatever, whatever it is. Right. I like so it. Let's, Sounds uh, good. let's yeah. get after it. Appreciate you guys. And hey, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, hey. See you next time. Yes, sir. <laughs> Confidential. Mahalo. Thank you very much, man. No problem.